Good morning. Yes, I'm talking to you from the corner, I hope, of your screen. My name is Jackie Simmons. I am your host. Welcome to the Suicide Prevention Show, where we are making suicide, especially teen suicide, a thing of the past. And I am super excited that you are joining us today. Why? because we are gonna be talking with one of the most amazing people, someone I recently met all the way across the globe from where I am geographically located. And we're gonna be talking about the other side of medicine and what it takes to go from medical doctor to stress management. And it's uh, my delight to be interviewing Annika Sorensen. So, Annika, I've uh, stopped the share. Oh, I don't have all my light on. Okay, fixing the lights. There you are. Yay, look at this modern technology rocks. Yes, it works. Yay. Okay, so your lighting is great. Mine is coming online. Um, let's see, where do we wanna start with this? All right, your head is higher than mine. Can you adjust your camera up just a tad? There we go. All of these techie things that nobody thinks about, and I'm like, mm, gotta fix that. I can adjust mine down a tad too. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so I am very excited that you are here. <sighs> Take us on the world according to Annika, and then we'll get into why this topic is so important. So first, the world according to Annika, where are you today? What do you mean? I am in Sweden. Sweden, okay. I am in Sweden and I live in Sweden. I'm born in Sweden. I've lived here all my life. <laughs> so <clears throat> in the south, across from Copenhagen. So that's where then you can kind of get, get a picture of where I am. What little I know about the geography of that part of the world is actually from the movie Hans Christian Andersen with Danny Kaye. Okay. And, yeah, which was set in, part of it was set in Copenhagen. Yeah. Yeah. It takes uh, 30, 35, 40 minutes by train to go to Copenhagen from where I live. So it's very close. Oh, cool. Beautiful <laughs> part of the world. It really is. So, Dr. Annika, we've been on this journey for how to make suicide, especially teen suicide, a thing of the past. And you know, I come from the world of pure prevention. I wanna get ahead of the problem. I want people to have the skills that they need, they did, not so that they can talk themselves off a ledge, but so that they never go near the edge. Yeah, how that's where you, we want to be. <laughs> yeah, so how did you end up in this journey because you were a medical doctor, which is you know, reactive to people's symptoms. Absolutely, I've been uh, in the Swedish healthcare system as a family practitioner, you know, in the primary healthcare, you meet everyone from all ends. Uh, and there's a lot of mental health, social problems and that kind of issues, not only the, what you could call the real medical problems, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to describe it that way, but that's that's how you can divide it. And uh, I've been doing that for 30 years. And uh, from having uh, experience from my brother 
committing suicide right when I was um, was done with medical school. I was just going out to start working and uh, he, ha he had schizophrenia so he was ill for 10 years and uh, but I got a good insight from the inside how it works. I've been sitting long hours in the hospital with him over those 10 years. Yeah. Anyway, I got out uh, to work and got, became the family doctor that I am. And uh, I've been meeting patients and I think I've been fairly good with the mental clients or patients <clears throat> because I, partly because I have this experience. Mm. <clears throat> and um, then you, ha you know, you have the family, you have a full-time job, it's overly much all the time. <laughs> it, it, it never ends. <clears throat> and um, about 10 years ago, I just decided I have to take another turn. So I took a course in stress management to save myself. That's what I thought. I was gonna save myself. And I, you know, when you've been working as a doctor so long, you, you know all the answers yourself really from the inside, but it's very hard when nobody is, when you, when you don't have anyone to talk about it. I can imagine that as a medical doctor, that would be a real challenge. Who would you go to share that you were struggling? Yes, especially when you talk about uh, mental stuff. Mm. It's even harder. Yeah, I mean, it's hard enough when you have something real physical. But when it's mental, it's really hard because people don't want to hear it. And especially not from a doctor that should know better. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. Anyway. I can imagine that the whole community would have taken you to Shouldville pretty quickly. Because, yeah. yeah. All right. So I took this course. It was a one year or nine month. Uh, we met uh, two days a month uh, and then there were homework in between and after the three months we talked about physical activity we talked about food we talked about just plain ordinary normal things that life is and after three months I realized this is what I need to do I need to help people to understand that this is the part we need to <clears throat> to uh, work with Oh, this has been the drum I was trying to beat for the last 30 years that, um, and I don't know how it is in Sweden, but in the U.S. decades ago, they released a report that said that 94% of all primary care doctor visits were for stress-related disorders. Yeah. Yes, second, I'll just need to call. Mm -hmm. What are my thoughts? Yeah, well, I'd say around uh, around 75-80% at least is from um, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's not only stress, but it's from lifestyle. You know, that's an interesting point. Okay, so stress and lifestyle, they, they kind of have an overlap, but let's yeah, keep this apart for people. 
what's a lifestyle that, you know, that would be a challenge for the, the physical health that's not stress related? Well, it depends. It depends on where it's what's the hen and what's the egg. Yeah, <laughs> so there we depends go. Depends on where you're coming from. So you have to see the whole picture, and then you kind of get it. Got it. So that's what I did. I I took this course and I I quit my ordinary job. I still work as a doctor. I will work next week, go away from, uh, up up north in Sweden and work for one week. Uh, because there is such a lack of doctors. Mm. So I still do that. And especially in these times, in the Corona times, it's been really hard for healthcare to get enough people to work. Because if you have the slightest cold, you're supposed to stay home. So <laughs> that takes I a lot know. of people off the chart. Oh, it's, <laughs> and, and, you know, my daughter, my, my youngest daughter is in the healthcare field. And when their kids went back to school, you know, if the kid got sent home for any reason, you know, uh, a cough and elevated temperature or whatever, she was forced to stay out of work until yeah. a coronavirus test could come back for the kid. And it yeah. was like, oh my God, she, you know, it, so thank God they gave her a homeschooling option. But, you know, she couldn't work if her kid had anything. Yeah. Yeah, we we have uh, we don't have exactly the same problem since we do not have homeschooling at all. It's a law that you go to school, and school has been open all the time. And children are not the ones that are driving this virus. The mm. children are not the ones that are uh, spreading it around. Really, it's, so that's really an interesting phenomenon. So uh, kindergarten school and and up to ninth grade, grade ninth grade have been in school all the time. Wow! High school have had um, home home, uh, uh, you know, online yeah, education online. and the universities too. They have started to go go back now, but not full time. Yeah, we live in interesting times, and we do. You know, this is. You can't prepare for something that you don't expect. I mean, we no. get this. And it doesn't matter that there are people who said that the med certain medical professions and researchers and historians have been predicting that there would be a virus. You know, because we, we see this in cycles if we look at history. From yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knew it was, it was going to come sometime in, in history again. But you don't know when. And when it hits you it hits you hard so here we are we are in and here the, we are yeah yeah we're in the corona time i call it the corona cocoon because just like a butterfly a caterpillar coming into a cocoon everything gets sort of mushy and, and changes yeah. you know all of the constructs are changing how do we develop stress hardiness how do we develop the ability to stay calm and present with all of this? Well, we don't develop that today. That's, we, this is, I mean, the stress system that we have, that mm. is 200,000 years old. Yep. So, I mean, the system was there all the time. Everyone has it. We Absolutely. have different forms of things, but everyone has it. And 
that version, I call it the version 1.0, because <laughs> when, when you start it, that version is still the same in our bodies. Oh, because, I, call it, yeah, I call it the caveman brain. It's our yeah, common exactly. ancestor. That's, We've got same, it all. Same, same thing, because mm -hmm. evolution is very, very, very slow. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we, we really, we have the same system working for us. Mm -hmm. But the outside, the world that we are living in, and if we take it before Corona, that is a world of 24-7, and I call that version 5.0, mm -hmm. because people can relate to 1.0 versus 5.0 in evolutionary <laughs> stuff. In there the we online, go. I think that's a great way world. to do it. <clears throat> and so, so we live in a world that is not adjusted to how we work. Mm -hmm. And that, and stress is, and in that, that old time, the system that, that um, uh, were made 200,000 years ago, that is that when we uh, see a threat, we have those simple ways of, uh, of reacting. We run away, we fight or we play dead. And those are still the systems that we have. Those are the, those are the three options uh, that we have today. Okay, run away. Run away, fight or, fight. or play dead. Or and, play dead. And play dead is, is, the, is the least common. <clears throat> and today it's, it's not in, it's not, uh, when you get stressed, you can't run away from it. You can't run away from your boss in, the, in, in work. Oh, trust me. You that, was my, that was my thing. Yeah, my boss would come in and stand over my head, and I know he was not a real dinosaur, but he'd stand behind me, and my brain would shut down. Yeah. And, and, um, and you don't uh, hit your boss or your teacher or whoever it is. You slap them in the face. You don't do that. Uh, or fight them and and you don't fall down to the floor and play dead when when you get stressed so those three options are you could say they they are not uh, useful today you have to find another way <laughs> the pre-programmed responses are no longer um yeah Accurate. they're not useful that's a great that's just the greatest way to express it what we're going to do naturally, what our unconsciousness is going to take us to, doesn't work for getting us what we want in today's world. No. So okay. we have to, we have to uh, change our mindset around this. That, mm -hmm. Because that's the only way you can do changes. You have to change your mindset. Otherwise, you do re react like this. Maybe you don't run away, but you do things that are similar to that. You kind of get off the world. Uh, you become a victim. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we have different ways of playing dead, zoning out. Yeah. You know, exactly. we, we're still doing the same things and it's just completely dysfunctional as far as us being able to create a life that we want. Yeah. And, and so we're, we've observed the exact same things and I certainly lived it um, in my own world because my brain can play dead 
and take the experiences that are going on around me and shuffle them off into a part of my subconscious mind that is like I would totally unconscious of. Yeah, so it, it's a different, it doesn't look like I'm playing dead, but my brain is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, in a, in a way I do the same. When I get uh, in a situation that I don't understand or don't know, I too get, I get on the outside, I get extremely calm. People see me as extremely calm. Inside, it's just spinning, spinning, spinning until I can put the pieces together again. And, and the people around me have thought that I am the calmest person in the world. <laughs> yep. And, and it but is. That has been a strategy that works. Yeah. It, it, it's about sometimes buying time to process the emotions yeah. that come up. Absolutely. We're because very the things, beings. yeah, the things that we, when we talk about stress management today, mm -hmm. I'd say there are, uh, there are um, what I call here and now strategies in the moment of stress instead of falling dead and all that stuff, you know, in the moment. And then there are long-term different uh, things because if you do the same thing over and over and over, you will get the same result. So you have to do changes to get another result. Mm -hmm. and, those, and those here and now um, tools that I use, they are exactly what you're talking about, uh, stalling to get some more time. And those are the simplest thing that everyone has. It's the breathing, take a few deep breaths, let your shoulders down. And uh, while you do that, you get a little bit, little bit more oxygen in your brain and you, your brain can rest for a second. And that problem seems a little less dangerous and you can solve it. Cool. I like that. I call, I call taking three deep, slow breaths, emergency stress management technique number one. Yeah, it is. That is absolutely the one. If you, and, and I usually tell people to practice because if you practice these, uh, this breathing exercise, take a deep breath in, letting your stomach out and then and and then uh, breathing out slowly and letting your shoulders down that is the base of relaxation that we can fix okay i love tricks i love ways to get things into my schedule what is your favorite uh, way to get people to practice this consistently i don't know if i have a favorite way <laughs> I mean, they have to do it themselves. I can't do it for them. Well, I usually true. tell people to do it because if you, if you know how to do it, if it comes automatic, then you have an automatic new response. Mm -hmm. and, to, and we know that practice makes perfect. That's part of our, how our brain mm -hmm. functions. We, we make new, uh, what do you call it? Neuropathways? Yeah, neural pathways uh, by doing things repeatedly mm -hmm. 
And if you don't do it, you, for, you get those pathways are gone. So if you practice this, this um, exercise with the breathing, you can do it once an hour. Yeah, once an hour was what I was thinking of. It would, could be as simple as setting an alarm in your phone during exactly. waking hours. <laughs> during yeah, yeah, waking of course, hours. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And mm-hmm. then, then the second thing to do in the moment of stress that is also very effective because it ha- enhances our brain activity and that is moving your body moving your muscles has a connection to your brain and you start your brain activity starts uh, spinning so that you your thoughts are they don't get stuck well you know because like you said you said before you get when when you freeze when you get really scared or or stressed Mm -hmm. you scared you get scared and this opens up Oh, that makes perfect sense because it would, you know, if since freezing is locking all your muscles, you know, to move yeah. your muscles would by definition break that loose. Yeah. Okay. It does. So you think uh, clearer, you get, mm-hmm. you, and then you can see the solution of your problem in an easier way. <clears throat> all right. So getting. And, and, the, and then you, yeah, that, those are two really good ones. And then the third one is. Uh, what I call a mini meditation. It's like just, you can close your eyes, you don't have to, and you just repeat one word. And I use the word release, because that's how I learned it. So you say release, release, release. You say it slowly for a minute or two. And in that time, your brain also get that rest that we are talking about. All right, so this so is those are great... three simple things to do. So great pause buttons. If you're driving, if you're listening yeah. to this and driving, don't close your eyes. Okay, that's no. my disclaimer. <laughs> okay, this is, this is a safety rule. Okay, so be, because, because some people will be listening to this while they're driving around and anytime someone says close your eyes, I'm like, wait, disclaimer. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. I totally uh, with you on that one. And um, so those are three very efficient ones. And even, but even if you use them all the time mm-hmm. and you live the same life that you've done before, you will get, you will get into those uh, situations over and over and over again. So the second part of stress management is actually to do lifestyle changes or life changes. All right, life changes. So change your lifestyle to extend your life. How's that? Yeah. And in that sense, I usually talk about you first start with the things, the three things that gives you energy because then it's going to be easier to do the changes. I like that because most lifestyle changes give me a list of things to stop doing. Not so good for me. No, no, that's not what you're not. You're not talking about stop doing anything at all. You are going to do new things and the old things that you don't want, they will fall off automatically. I like this. It's not easy. Yeah. So we talk about food, sleep and physical activity and we talk about regular Food, food, sleep, and, and the physical activity. 
the regularity is the best friend of the brain. Tell me what regularity means in your world. I don't want to assume that I know. Uh, uh, regular sleep is going more or less going to bed at the same time each night, go up at the same time each morning, and preferably have seven to eight hours of sleep. Got it. Okay. And even on weekends. Keep, keeping a, a, simil, a, a um, consistent biorhythm. So, exactly. so, you know, because we have little clocks in here that are set and they, okay. they work the same all every day. I got, a, I got a real controversial question. Daylight savings time. Yeah. When they shift the clock and it, it all of a sudden, I, my biology is out of sync with the sun for whatever <laughs> that sync was. Yeah. And does it matter? How much of a difference does that make? Uh, I wouldn't think so okay. because it's just one hour yeah. and it's one hour and it takes maybe a week until you are adjusted. Most people don't even notice. Got it. Okay. So there and, we go. and after a week you are in this, in the new rhythm and then it takes a half a year until you're going to change it again. I personally, Personally, do not think that is uh, a matter. Oh. I don't think so. Yay, I, I like that answer. I know there are some people that say that this is terrible and all that, but I think that is kind of a brain monster sometimes. You, you kind of have to complain. I've seen yeah. a little bit too much. So a brain monster, a brain monster is that the, when you have to complain about something. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I like that idea. You know, I mean, it's like, let's go ahead and name the elephant. That's what I call yeah. it. Name the elephant in the room. And yeah. it is that for some people, complaining is nothing more than a habit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now we're going back to the... <clears throat> regular mm -hmm. habits. The second one is food. Okay. And I'm talking about, I use, I use a three to one method to make it simple. Ooh. Three main meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. uh, at uh, generally the same time each day. <clears throat> the two is two, um, snacks one in the morning hours and one in the afternoon of a fruit or rye bread or something to keep your energy levels enough for your brain you know you need you need constant energy for your mm -hmm. brain and then the one is one plate only and one po one portion per meal not oh, there you two go. or three or four. <laughs> that, that, I was going to say, because if I was, I'm thinking about you know, my tendencies and I'm going, I can see where weight gain would occur with the way that I, you know, typically, if I was eating basically five times a day, then how much I eat would be really, really critical. Yeah. 
and and also also have a, a normal size standard plate because the plates has grown in the years since I was young. I decided that um, I needed to have a plate that was the right size for my stomach because a big dinner plate, the way they are now is like crazy, you know? And yeah. so I use like, you know, a, 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 what they now used to call a bread plate because, yeah. you know, or a bowl that size, you know, it's like, because you're right. If you have a big plate, it looks like you're not eating very much because yeah. there's all so, the space around it. But if I put exactly. it on a small plate, visually, I can see that exactly. I'm eating a lot. I mean, yes, definitely. So that's my three to one rule. And it's important to have good food with, uh, with the actual energy in it or nutrients, not just sugar. Because this is for your brain. You need the, the brain needs uh, constant food, and so the same for every 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 day, also in the weekends. And of course, I mean, we go to a party, and there are except uh, what do you say exceptions? But I mean, not every day and not every week. And then we have the physical activity, and I'd say that. 30 minute brisk walk daily, every day of the week. That is the base of good health in physical activity. And if you are not used to it, you can start with five minutes and then just add on until you get to 30 minutes brisk walk. And it's also a brisk walk of 30 minutes per day is the first pill to take on light depression. There oh. are so many studies today that show this is equivalent to the first pill on light depression. So this is a really good way to start if you're feeling down or things are going against you. Take a walk. There we go. Um, we've, one of the songs that we play on the summit on breaks is Ray Stevens and it's take a little walk with myself um, because yeah. it's an attitude adjustment. It just this idea of moving the body for 30 minutes and taking a walk, adjust the attitude without having to work hard at it. Yeah, and, and if it rains, just put a rain jacket on. <laughs> yeah, what I a mean, concept. I mean, is it, and, and this is, this is, my friend who um, was actually, oh my God, my friend Eva, she was born in Denmark. She learned to speak English in Paris. She played golf and, and, and she came to America and, and they're like, people were calling her and saying, well, I can't play golf today. It's raining. And she's like, oh my God, if we didn't play golf when it rained, we'd never play golf. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, is it is about adjusting your expectations that the weather is always going to be sunny and dry when you walk or you can't walk letting go of that bs because that's a belief system that you picked up somewhere along the lines absolutely and if you live in a place if you live in a place where it's usually sunny um, i can understand that you kind of get those ideas if you live in a country like sweden you you get all the weathers there are and you just have to get dressed if you want to get out. And I've realized how funny it was in America yesterday morning, because yesterday morning, my guy, um, his name is Mark, 
he goes and he swims three days a week. And he was heading out the door to swim. And I'm like, be mindful of the rain, you're going to get wet. Now he was exactly. headed out to swim and he looks at me and he says, yeah, I think I'm going to get wet. Yeah. But, but because we're not, you know, we're trained here to yep. um, avoid getting wet. There was this whole mythology that was spread through the um, advertising for a throat product that was equated getting wet in the rain to being sick. And so because okay. that ad campaign was so successful, I mean, it was so successful. It was amazing. It had a car with an open rumble seat and you know the family and it rained. And so the kids were in the back seat and the rumble seat and they were getting wet while they were driving and they got home and, you know, they finally had to put a disclaimer that says this product would not prevent you from getting sick. But it, you know, I mean, because that was how they had presented it. They, it's, you get in the rain, you're going to get sick, you need our product. And yeah. the reality is you get in the rain, you get wet. You don't get sick, you just get wet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. If, if that is, it's, it's no bad weather, it's only how you dress. There you go. That's how it is. Yeah. So, so those are the three things. And when you talk about physical activity, of course, 30 minutes, it's going to be good for your physics in that sense. And if you want to build a little bit of your muscles to keep your strength and, uh, you know, to, yeah, just yeah, I, to, I, I started, to keep good. I started using that, those bands. Yeah, you can do that a couple of times a week. Yeah, I mean, depends on the situation but I mean you don't I'm not talking about being an athlete mm -hmm. I'm talking about staying healthy that's really an important distinction because you're not talking about building a physique or um, you know becoming a star tennis player you're, you're talking about this is the baseline needed for good health everybody yeah. every age every lifestyle, it doesn't matter. Get off your assets and go for a walk every day. Yeah. So if everyone did this with the sleep, with the food and with the physical activity, there would be a lot of less disease. That's cool. for sure. <clears throat> All right, so we're gonna start the three, two, one club. There we go. This is a new offshoot. We're going to make this part of the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. This is a teaspoon. And that's why I run the summit is so I can get these little things that make a big difference. You know, yes. our emblem is teaspoon, uh, T-S-P-S for the Suicide Prevention Show, Teen Suicide Prevention Society. It's all teaspoons because it's just these little things that can make such a big difference. And so Let's add this one in. So this, Katie, this will go on the teaspoon list. The three, two, one club. Um, my middle daughter, Stephanie, has started something called No Zero Days. So she made a commitment to do one piece of physical activity every day. And that was a commitment. No zero days. Every day had to have at least one in it. She could do more. But her commitment was just one. So if people wanted to take just one of these three lifestyle changes and, and add it in this week, 
which one would you recommend they start with if they're going to do one food sleep or physical activity it is hard to say which one i would say the one that they feel is the easiest because ah, yes it depends on where they are and as as long as they start with one it's got the other one's gonna come because you feel better and then it's easier and uh, there is a question in the in the chat uh someone saying I trash walk for an hour but only cover four miles does that count and even if it's not brisk and I would say it's very much better than nothing but getting to the brisk part where you feel a, you can still talk but you feel that you are a little bit in your breath that's going to strengthen your heart system better got it so it's it the two two things that happen when you walk and depending on how fast you're walking okay so i'm getting yep. this walking in and of itself is good for you go do it yes walking at a level where you can feel the change in your breathing can feel the circulation is yep. actually strengthening your heart and circulatory system Cool. So you can get both. You can get the attitude and the athletic. Cool. What a great idea. So, um, and, and, and you're getting some real positive feedback, starting with the easiest one was a very popular answer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We like this. That, this is so much fun. Uh, you see, I can't change things for people. They have to do it themselves. And if I start to say you're going to change the one that is the hardest, they are going to fail or you know, might fail. And, oh. and it's much better to make something that you feel that this, is, this will be good and I can do it. And then you, when you've done that, you can say, okay, I'll take the other ones too, because you're moving towards feeling better. Mm -hmm. And this is where it comes in that the thing that you are not saying that I'm not going to do whatever I've done before, you're going to say what you are going to do ahead because you get what you focus on. And the things that you don't focus on and don't you stop doing, they will fall off whether you want it or not. I love the fact that you brought it back to focus, that, you know, what we focus on. And if we focus on the fact that this is easy, the brain will say, yes, this is easy. And it, and, and you know, what we name the thing, the thing becomes. Yeah. So choosing, and, and if some yeah. people, some people might, it's a good way to kind of recognize what you're doing is to write it down. I mean, you can just make a list and put the, uh, what do you say? A line each time you walk. Yeah. And then okay. you have three lines for, for the, for the, week or seven lines for the week mm -hmm. uh, or whatever i mean I, I like some place, something where you can see what you're doing that's um that's what i liked about my my daughter's no zero days because she actually puts it on her calendar so she can look at her calendar and see <laughs> the consistency and and the progress um and so that's a, a visual whatever the visual is for you um, yeah. I know people who use all kinds of different things, um, including coloring in bubbles on charts. And, you know, so it's whatever calls to you. Uh, but this is a and, great idea. And if I may 
add one more thing to that part is do it on paper, not in your phone or online in your computer. Mm -hmm. Because oh, yeah, if you one. get in there, you get distracted by something else <laughs> and it's hard to see. <clears throat> and and uh, and um, if you get it, if you some, put it on something electronic, it's easy to get distracted to get off on something else. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you do it after you have done whatever you're supposed to do, then of course you can go in and somebody says a gold star on the calendar. Or if you have a paper calendar, you could put a gold star on there, whatever. Mm -hmm and you find the way <clears throat> but I it's good to see it's really good to see i think that's absolutely brilliant and it's one of the simplest things and i want to point out to everyone that what we are talking about are simple things whether you're talking about the in the moment stress management things of your breathing just moving your muscles somehow doing the mini meditation of the mantra of just release, repeating that word over and over for a minute or two, whether you're talking about those three in the moments or the three lifestyles, which was the food, the sleep, and the physical activity, you know, whichever one you're talking about, we're talking about things that are really, really simple. And yeah. the more you can give yourself visual cues, not just auditory cues, but visual cues. Yeah. I like that. Pe pe people don't see, I see these things as kind of tools mm -hmm. and people say that's just ordinary life. Yes, it is just ordinary life, but our life is, consists of uh, tools, things we do. Our life if is you, not ordinary. If they, you know, I mean, it's not like we all have, my, one, my daughter, Stephanie, I think she's brilliant. She said, we're not all in the same boat but we're no. all in the same storm right now. And the, 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 this COVID time is one of change. And we were all forced out of our comfort zone without our permission. There is no such thing as ordinary. We are all no. living in extraordinary times. Yeah. And we and, need and these all, simple things. Yeah, we do. And these, these three things, the sleep, the eat, and the, and the exercise, they become even more important in uncertain times because it keeps us stronger. And, well, and it, it, gives it helps our immune system. It also satisfies the need for being maintaining the sense of control. Yeah. These are all things, like you said, you can't do it for them. You can't do it no. for me. <laughs> These are things that I can do and it's, it's like no one can take that away from me. These are things that I absolutely have control over. And yeah. if we brought our focus down into what was ours to control, then everything else could be everything else and we don't have to take it so personally. Yeah. So now I've talked about <coughs> this, this um, we have to decide if we want to change and we have this quick fixes, the, the natural quick fixes, and then we get the energy and then comes the really big part in the end, 
if you really want to have another life and that is to look at your life and do those lifestyle changes so that stress doesn't come to you all the time so you do and <clears throat> i mean we everyone has different things that we need to change so i used when i work with this i work with the, the wheel of life where you look at the work network family uh, free time mm -hmm. uh, all, all of those where you live is one part <clears throat> so uh -huh. all of those things depending on who you are because you might have problems with your network there are people that are uh, not good for you in your network so you need to deal with that some people have something in their work they have a boss that they don't like or uh, people under them that they don't like or whatever and some people have something else and you have to start where you want where you can get the most out of it I think that your advice of start with the one that's easiest. So I'm going to suggest that people do the three, practice the three interventions and practice the three lifestyle changes and do that for like a week, adding these yeah, things in weeks. and then look at your life, but don't look at your life until you've put these stress management techniques in place. I yeah, think that getting exactly. these in the right order is really, because, really important. Because I usually work, when I work with people, I work, we work like half a year or three months to six months where you start with those basic uh, here and now stuff and where, where do I want to go or what do I, how do I want to have my life in the end? Mm -hmm. And then you get the energy and you work with that until you, in, until you really get started on that and yeah. get the energy. You don't have the energy enough to, to do the changes and then you're just going to quit because it feels so hard. Well, yeah, when you're trying to push a rock up the hill and you're exhausted before you ever touch the rock, then everything feels like a boulder. Yeah. So this is, this is lovely. And I like the fact that the, the, the broader picture, because we started out with the absolute interior of your life with the intervention tools, and then your immediate control area with the sleep, the food, and the physical activity, because you have control over the bodysuit, you know, and that's what we're talking about. And then bringing it out to, you know, and like you said, your work, your network, your environment, you yeah. know, and the people. So, so you've got the work, the network, and the environment. And, and yep. that was really easy for, for me to wrap my head around. And I like things that are easy. Trust me. I am, I am, I, I'm one of those people they invented that easy button for. Yeah. And, 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 and you see, when, I, when we talk about those easy tools to begin with, and then the, the, the energy part, that's mm -hmm. all the working within yourself in your body and mm -hmm. this that I'm, we're talking about now that's on the outside but it is work inside your brain because it's we're talking about mindset and thinking on how to do it and the same advice here don't say i don't want that in my life you say i do want this in my life and that's where i'm thriving and 
that's and the other people other stuff will fall off all right there we go so it's not what i don't want it's what i do want that one change will shift so many people the ability to focus i love that word the ability to focus only on what you want. What's, what do you want more of? What's so good in your life that you want more of it? What's missing? What do you want in your life that you don't have now? And how do you bring those things around? The minute you start asking those questions, Dr. Annika, I think that that changes the brain. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's all about mindset. <laughs> it's all about mindset. All right. And you have this amazing book. Okay. So just everybody, your Dr. Dr. Annika, thank you. Cause she's giving everyone this booklet on how you go from stress to calm. So it's in the uh, chat no, for it's, everybody. It's a, it's, yeah. It's a book called fire your stress. There you go. It's, it's called what? Fire your stress. Oh, I love, I love it. Okay. So fire your stress. All right. So the, the, uh, and, and the link that we have is the, no, that's uh, not, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, you, we have the leadership. We put the leadership. That was another one. Okay. But, we can so, do that one too. That doesn't matter. Okay. So, so we're going to go with the leadership one here. I think that the, the, yeah, well, well, we'll make sure that they get what they need from you. We'll have yep. all the links Definitely. in the show notes. Don't stress about Definitely. it, people. No stress yep. allowed. Fire your stress. You know that it's going to be perfect by the time we're done with the show. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> do start with that one that you have up there, cool. uh, because that's a, a start, the start of the work that you that we'll oh, be talking about. There we go. You know, we're going to start at the very beginning. Um, I do love putting life to music and so this idea of let's start at the very beginning because it's a very good place to start it and is. you took us to a wonderful place to start dr annika and walked us through this journey from the inner to the outer and i love that because so much focus is on the outside things that yeah. you know, we not only can't control but we don't have all no. the information on and we never will and we can control ourselves. Yeah. Bringing it into where we can control is like the greatest gift. And I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your wisdom with us. It was such a blessing that we got connected thanks yeah. to the virtual <laughs> world. I mean, who knew, right? Yeah. So, so such a blessing that we got connected and you were able to come on the show. And I just thank you. So very, very Thank much. You. I hope you have a wonderful day. It's evening here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So whatever time you're listening to the show, thank you for joining us. Hang on. Stay right there. The ride gets more interesting from here. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat>